Welcome to this Property Life podcast. My name is Carolyn Clayton. I'm a property investor, a coach, mentor, and mum. And this week we have the pleasure of speaking to Andy Swan, who has an extensive career and training background in the military. And this week we are going to pick his brains on how we can transfer his experience in negotiating the most dangerous situations into transferring that into fantastic deals out in the property world. I really hope you get a lot of top tips from Andy this week in this episode. Enjoy it. Hi Andy, great to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it was June, wasn't it? a wee while just last, last year. year that wow. was right so uh we've uh yeah not known each other uh, for a particularly long time i normally interview students once they have achieved all their goals they're finished and now they're coming back to teach but this is quite a unique situation where you have a particular skill that i think a lot of our listeners will really benefit from so do you want to just uh, start us off with telling us a little bit about your background um yep. what you did pre-property yeah. Um, so pre-property, I uh, spent 20 years uh, with the MOD. Uh, I was in the Air Force um, and spent a lot of time working initially um, in sort of Northern Ireland doing kind of public order, police type stuff. <clears throat> and then I branched out to Intel. Um, I did Intel in all the kind of conflict zones. So uh, Iraq, um, Afghan, like six times. Uh, and then I wanted to do something different. So I did Intel overseas uh, with embassies instead of like uh, conflict zones. So I did like defense attache work, um, mostly in Eastern Europe. So Belarus, Moldova, Lithuania, Georgia, uh, just all over really, um, Macedonia. And I was just uh, doing kind of meetings and kind of trying to understand those countries and in regards to what defense is interested in. So security issues in those countries, which is pretty prevalent uh, now. Um, and did that for four years and then wanted to get out uh, of the MOD to have a sort of UK based life um, and spend more time with family and, uh, you know, kind of pick up from there. And uh, I moved into uh, my house in Wales, which is hopefully going to be an essay quite soon. I'm <laughs> Uh, and then my nephew, uh, Ben, uh, who lives in Norfolk, uh, he'd started listening to podcasts on the way to work. He's a mechanic, uh, vehicle technician, and he was just like filling time. Uh, and he was quite, kind of interested in property. His dad's a builder, had some investment money uh, that was potentially could, could be used. And he said, hey, look, you know, this podcast is talking about a three-day course with PWS. Um, I can bring somebody along. Uh, do you want to come along? Uh, so I was like, okay, yeah, fine. Let's you know do some learning. Um, I, my previous learning had been in a master's degree in international relations, so I was just finishing that off, and kind of I was interested in terrorism and political violence and all that kind of you know, it's kind of foreign affairs, current affairs stuff. But you know, change it up and do something different. Go into property uh, and learn some more stuff. Uh, so I did the the weekend, uh, set an investment area of Hull. <laughs> Nice. um yeah uh did some did a lot of work up there and then liz trust changed a few things for us uh the numbers started to not work uh and me and ben started to look at uh, potentially sa properties in north wales where i live um and we are well we've had an offer accepted and 
we're just waiting for the legal parts of it to go through for a two-bed um, holiday let um, in in train with my own house I'm sat in now, which is a four-bed, which will be a holiday let as well, which isn't necessarily on our portfolio, but the same principles apply, right? Um, get those, and then I'm pretty sure that his his dad, who's invested in another one, uh, is happy to roll the money through for another one. So our plan. Um, after our once one with uh, Nick and Sarah last week is to build a portfolio here. Um, and they were great. They actually um, got us to look at guest houses and hotels in our two day as well. So we kind of, we explored, you know, where you can go, you know, how big you can go and just, just, just have a look around that and start to see the models and the plans that you can, you can start to think about for, you know, going bigger. Excellent. So yeah, yeah. Just literally come out of that. And in that, one to one, we uh, <laughs> we sat in the car quite a lot driving around North Wales, and uh, you know we talked about other stuff, and I talked about my career and some of the stuff I'd done, and they thought it was relevant to talking to agents and vendors, and you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm sat here. That's why we're here. <laughs> I have to say, when you started talking about your your MOD time and being all over the, the world, there's probably a lot of stuff in your brain I certainly never want to know about. You know that. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss when it comes to security and all that intellect, yeah. intelligence that you've picked up on. I don't want to know any of that stuff. Just <laughs> no. We're safe at the moment. That's yes. where we're at. Yeah. We're, an, we're, we're an island, so we're lucky, right? I can't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loads, of, loads of sea around us. All good. So you have attended a course through your, your work that yeah. is of uh, real relevance and interest about building rapport and, and I guess, negotiating and, and working with people. So talk yeah. us a little bit through what you learned on that. Um, yes. Yeah. So my, my job now is uh, with law enforcement. I'm a trainer. Um, so I train people in uh, like sort of in, Intel techniques. Uh, and one of the courses I did was a course called the Observing Rapport Based Interpersonal Techniques, the Orbit course which is actually a concept by a couple of professors up at Liverpool University, Lawrence and Emily Allison. And it's a four-day course where they teach you to build rapport when it's difficult. So in their context, they've done lots of work with kind of like counter-terror kind of interviews, which are really, really difficult and people don't want to talk about anything. Um, so on a good day with a vendor or an estate agent, you can have a nice chat. Um, yeah. But I think sometimes those days aren't always good, um, especially if you see quite a few in a day. Um, so I thought this was useful uh, to kind of work out how you can approach, you know, a kind of maybe a feisty vendor who won't go down, won't go below a certain sort of like offer price or, or an estate agent that might just, you know, not be as useful as you want them to be. So yeah. there's just different techniques you can just have in the back of your mind that might help you when you're doing your sort of 80 20 80 percent chatting 20 percent looking type thing yes you're viewing yes a lot of our students they're so paranoid when they start out about actually offering too low and insulting the estate agent and worried about what the estate agent's going to say but actually when you approach things with the way that you're going to to talk us through it should hopefully help with that that fear so what was the principles that you learned on on this uh course which sounds fascinating what? Yeah, um, I think the main thing is that you, you can't just jump into a conversation and, and expect to get what you want. So you're going to have to build some rapport, you know, and you can't just walk into a property and start, I don't, I don't think anyway, start going for the jugular with questions and expect to get the answers you want. You're going to have to build something. And in, in my world, you 
you might build that over a few meetings, a few debriefs, but in this case, you don't have as much time. Um, so one of the things that we do is active listening. Um, so we're not waiting just to talk. We are listening, we're writing notes, you know, we're scanning the conversation for where we can, you know, actually input. Um, we're going to nod, we're going to empathize, you know, we're going to build that rapport. We're going to look at people, you know, in the eye and sort of engage with them as opposed yeah. to just looking at the house. Um, we're going to take things in ex um, internally, you know, store it, write it down. And then externally, we're going to react well and we're going to ask the right questions at the right time. Okay. So it's that, that piece there, active listening, it's probably what everyone does, but it's just putting a label on it and saying, hey, you know, when I approach this, like for me and Ben and our one-to-one, -one, at the end of it, we did have a stock set of questions that we'd got from Nick and Sarah because they're really good questions and they're not, they're, they're quite open. Yeah. They're not closed. They're not closed questions. Um, so, listening properly before you sort of like speak, uh, and then if if someone's good, then it, you can ask those questions and it works. But if it yep. doesn't, then you know you've got you're going to have to use your rapport based um, uh, skills. And it's called <laughs> right. This is called the wheel of communication. All right. So if we just go with, we'll just make this simple. In my training, and I think it's quite similar to what we had on the PWS as well, people will tend to be certain types. So in this wheel, you have uh, like a lion. So somebody who's quite controlling or quite forthright and, you know, they know what they want. Yeah. Uh, you have the cooperating person who's happy to get on with people. That's the monkey. Um, you have the quite sort of mousy person who might capitulate to what other people say. Uh, and you might have the really sort of bad kind of conflict hungry t-rex dinosaur if you see what i mean yep. so you have a lion a monkey a mouse and a dinosaur yeah and all you have to all you have to just simple thing is all you have to um understand is that some people are like that um yeah. and you can probably quite easily work it out in the first couple of minutes yeah what type of person is this and that's all well and good if they're being nice so yeah. if, the, if the controlling lion is just being in charge you know like the vendor is like okay right so i'll take you around the house you know, let's start upstairs, you know, work down. You're not going to argue with that. It's fine because yeah. they've got a plan and you can think about how you're going to sort of talk to them whilst you're going around. But it's, and, you know, the monkey, you know, they can be, they're, co they're cooperative, they're social, they're warm, they're friendly, respectful. Yeah. Um, the mouse is quite modest, patient, you know, so that's, that's easy. You can, it's obvious stuff. The T-Rex on a good day is just assertive, um, forthright, but critical. But these, these yeah, people are like this on a good day. So what about on a bad day? Yeah. So on a bad day, uh, yeah, let's say your vendor is just not having a great day or yeah. your estate agent's late. They've got loads of other viewings. You know, they don't like where they work. Quite a lot of the estate agents we met actually weren't in the job for very long. You know, they've got another job, you know, busy life yeah, coming out of COVID. So what happens if your line is actually quite demanding and rigid? They're not going to be very helpful to you how do you do it well you on the wheel you go the opposite so if you've got a controlling lion then you are a mouse and it sounds funny but you can't have two lions together yeah if you bash up against your um state agent or your vendor it won't work yeah. and this is this is from people that have done this for years yeah. that if they bash up against their counter terror kind of interviewee it won't work yeah and you might have to resolve yourself to hey this viewing might be quite chatty 
and it might not just go in, it might go for quite a while you know like you might have to try and get the offer price out of them over two or three conversations and sort of really try and work it out so if they're being sort of quite overly in charge and setting the agenda and uh, sorry and being quite rigid and sort of dogmatic and demanding then you can be modest you can be humble and you can seek guidance now it sounds quite a weak position to be in but it's the only way to eventually get to your question um and the same if you get a t-rex that's like bad then they're going to be argumentative you know they're going to be you know sort of competitive you know and i, I think the offer price or you know the kind of that's often the thing isn't it you know with with uh, vendors and estate agents so how do you how do you kind of approach a a bad t-rex <laughs> uh, now this is this is going to sound funny but like you've got to try and be social and warm and friendly with them you know you you're not going to be over familiar with them but you are yeah. going to you know you are going to try and still talk to them in a kind of in a nice tone if they're just sort of being a bit narky and it's just identify i can you know this this is a this is on the internet by the way you can look up orbit um on the internet and uh, you can find this out but i can i can talk to people about it and and help them through it um and you might get a mouse that's just not having a good mouse day <laughs> at mouse day yeah. yeah exactly you know they happen right so they're a bit irritable then they're, they're normally quite nice but they're a bit irritable um and you know they're just not easy to get on with and you as the lion on the opposite side of the wheel, you can be supportive. You don't, yeah. you know, not controlling. You can be uh, conversational, you know. So it's just in the very early part of the conversation, it's like initially you're like, right, this person's a, this person's a mouse. Okay. Yeah. And all I need to know is what is a, what is a bad mouse? Okay. <laughs> and then if I know that, then how do I just deal with it? And at the same time, you're kind of like, you know, you're just trying to work through, um, like, you know, still doing your active listening, but I mean, in my in my job, in the end, the end goal of this orbit training, it's all about getting information out of people. Now, sure. it's just a, just a different context, right? It's yeah. If it's intel for security or defence, it makes no difference. It's it's intel for your property um, sort of portfolio and your your next step. And it's like Nick said to me on the one to one, you're supposed to be gathering intel when you're yeah. here. You know, you'll you'll get very limited intel from email kind of exchanges and the odd clipped phone call the yeah. most you'll get is when you the, the penny drops doesn't it when you meet them and you see what they're like you see how their mannerisms are and just quickly work them out okay i've got a monkey brilliant you know cooperating state agent cool but what if they're a bit over familiar you know oh, you know they're a bit kind of or even a bit desperate with the price how are you going to deal with that well you know you can be quite frank and forthright you know as a sort of like a nice nice t-rex it's really it's once you've got it rolling it's and you do it quite a lot which let's say you do five viewings in a day and you do a couple of days of them then you're gonna it's like okay. running, the, running the numbers isn't it the more you do it the better you get and it just becomes natural and it's just one extra thing isn't it because it's all well and good going into a viewing knowing that you've got to do 80 20 but what happens when you walk in there and they're just a bit kind of, yeah, the vendor said nothing less than 200. That's the first thing they come out with, which is what happened to us. Yeah. And you're like, okay, wow. All right. That's the, <laughs> the context for this conversation. 
<laughs> I know because we talk a lot on the three-day training about how um, it's a people business and this is very much all about the people and when people go and view a property they're so obsessed with how much is the refurb going to be and is yep. the boiler you know recently serviced and actually all yep. of that is relevant because that can be fixed getting yep. the over the line is the most important aspect of this so getting that intel as you say yeah is, is absolutely vital to get the conversation started. And I think what's key is giving the vendor what they want, you know, finding out what mm -hmm. do they want, what's their problem that they need solved, and then using yeah. your knowledge and skills to, to solve that. So I hope nobody's coming into this podcast halfway through not knowing what the title is. And you're <laughs> friendly T Rexes, being a friendly mouse. Yeah. Yeah. A bit weird, yeah. So, talk me through. I mean, thankfully, property is not a life or death Intel situation. You've been in mm -hmm. far worse situations where Intel is vital to save people's lives. Um, yeah. But this is going to be really uh, helpful for, for your negotiation skills. Have you used it already? Have you got deals over the line having used used these techniques? Um, yeah, I think so. I think before going into a lot of these viewings, same with the Intel. You do your research beforehand, don't you? So yeah. if you want to know about boilers and things like that, you could just ask it on an email to the state agent so you haven't got to bother asking those questions in the actual thing. That's what Nick said. Get it yeah. all be done beforehand, your pre-research, um, you know, Google searches, whatever you can do, which is the same in my world as, as the property. Um, but yeah, um, I suppose uh, these techniques, um, which is rapport building, definitely. Uh, what helped with the, with the house we bought was just, you know, this is quite a rural area and there's not you know if you go into an estate there's one person in there it's not like a an office like there was in hull where there's like 10 people so things are a bit slow so how do you find the right person to talk to who's going to be a good communicator yeah. who's going to be on the money doesn't waste your time uh and i think you know i just found one uh yeah um she t she turned out to be like this sort of like one of the owners okay. and she took she took the office in blind Festinia where we were working because someone had like gone off sick and that was great, you know, similar age, uh, also a surveyor, just, you know, gave her a call, just got on with her. And then that information flowed, you know, when I had to, we had to deal with the council. Oh yeah, I've got a contact with the council. So, and then you can go back to her for evaluation, DUV, whatever. And that's the sort of, I kind of think for me, it works better with people that are my age. Um, it kind of, you know, it's, they've, they've, they've done a bit and they, you know, they're, they're better to talk to you. Same with the, 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 the solicitor. Yeah, lots of emails are great with you know different kind of attachments of you know searches but actually quick 20 minute phone call and lunch break get over the line and say look this is where this is where we're, this is what we're trying to achieve we want to get this done and she's like yeah i know you do but there's a problem with the vendor okay fine all right and we know well how long is that going to take it's a lot easier yeah you know and probably even better just to go in the office I've done that a couple of times uh but yeah yeah i think it's just not i haven't had to use the <laughs> the wheel of communication um but um i can see where i probably could have used yeah. it a couple of times and it would have been more effective than just trying to go over the same tired questions i could have just kind of take just change my approach slightly um but you gotta do, you gotta do, you gotta think fast because these viewings don't last very long but most yeah. people are pretty good on the viewings you know they're they're quite non-committal and you know if a house has been on for two years they're, they're pretty tired of taking people around um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but just yeah just just getting on with them for the extra intel and i've seen nick nick's great you know like he was getting offer prices out of people quite quickly i was 
I wouldn't have dared. And you're like, well, you've then seen it on your mentorship. That's how it's done. Yeah. And then the next, the day two, it's like, right, over to you guys. You yeah. know, what I want you to do is ask the question, actually ask the question, what's it been, what the offer's been, actually have the confidence to do that. Yep. And if you don't get it, then just keep going. And we always got it. You know, Brilliant. Being, uh, yeah. But it's it's good to have that, you know, live coaching. Yeah. You know, so with, you with a team. Yeah. So the active listening is really important. Yeah. Um, we can talk about active listening for days and days. Any yeah. other aspects that you thought were helpful yeah. in the Yeah. Um, so reflection. Um, so that's all part of the orbit thing. Um, so just for little reflection strategies. So um, if you're having a bit of a testy conversation and you're just thinking, right, how am I going to get, I can't think of a way of getting around this. Um, so simple things just to reflect back what they've said. Okay. Um, and it sounds like, oh, where's that going to get you? But it will get you back to where the thing you wanted. So if you're going to reflect back on an offer price or an issue with the house, you know, access or damp, you know, they might want to skirt over that. And you're like, no, no, we, we need to nail this on because you're going to try and get me to buy this with a problem. And I'm yeah. going to and I'm going to I don't want to do that. So I'm going to reflect back to you and just use the same keyword phrase, you know, offer, damp, you know, boiler, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I can say I can double side reflect. I can say, well, on the one hand, you know, your offer hard stop of 200. Yeah, OK, I, I, yeah, fair enough. But on the other hand, you know, is that realistic? How long have you had that for? You know, the market's changing. So you're just trying to you're using what they've said, but yeah. you're then just adding a little bit. Um, you can you can you can sort of have a, a sort of you know, no arguing sort of roll with the resistance kind of thing where you, you're not going to argue with them, but you're just going to, you're not going to ignore what they're saying. So you're just, you're just kind of going, you're rolling with what they're saying, but eventually you're going to come back to, but you know, is there any leeway mm-hmm. or not? Um, you can, um, you can reframe something to the way that you want it, you know, and I guess you probably have to go away and think of that of in a property context, as opposed to, you know defense context but you can just reframe something and just change the way they've said it to the way that you want it you know whatever it is you know we found it quite hard to get um from one of the hotel guest houses the lady was lovely he took us around yep. but she never really gave us the answer to what was the footfall who actually comes here it was oh you know pensioners and you know um uh, bus drivers and all right people that use the theater but we're like but nick was like what you really want to know is yeah. You know, more more detail than that. Yeah. Occupancy so, rate. What's the occupancy rate? So yeah. that's but that's exactly right. If you, you say occupancy rate, that's a good term to use. And it's short, it's pithy. It's not a, this long conversation about, oh yeah, this bus driver comes every week, you know, and he, or there's somebody <laughs> from the trading standards, and you're like, Well, I don't want to know about one person. I want to know about yeah. what does the year look like. Um, so I can, you know, I can sort of I can I can reflect on the positive elements of their behavior i can say look thank you very much that's brilliant you know like you've obviously got really good um footfall you know and you get and you've got some great repeat guests that you obviously get on with yeah what is your what's your annual occupancy rate yes and look them in the eye and if you don't get it you don't get it right fair enough if they're not going to give it to you because they don't think in those terms no they won't they they might not do they're they're not thinking and you straight away you're then realizing well this was the kind of use of this building was not the way that I'm going to use it. Yeah. So I've only, I've only got a limited amount of intel on 
you know, what you've done so far, I'm going to have to do my research with comparables and, you know, the kind of due diligence on that. This was um, London, though. So, yeah, it's actually a pretty busy place, but when does it up? When does it down? It's an interesting one when you are speaking to, say, an owner-occupier of a guest house. It's a great example because that's a lifestyle business for them. They're mm -hmm. living it's working it and they love the guests and they have the breakfast with them and they have their little chats they're they want to stay below the vat threshold because they can't be bothered with the vat so yes, it's one, a very different way to how we're going to look at it so having that those very long conversations about how lovely everything is to yep. then try and get to the actual uh, the, the the detail is quite tricky to bring them around and sometimes we say oh we'll just have a wee look at your books and they always then say well I don't really run my books the way I should yeah so there's a lot of unfeeling that needs to go on with, uh, with things yeah. like that. you'll have fun with that it's in that particular one when you're doing the 80 20 I got on with it pretty quickly and it was like I'll go straight to like not personal stuff but be like you know so where are you you're, you're, you're leaving this place you know you're retiring you know she's in her 70s same age as my mum really and she's like oh just yeah I'm divorced and I'm like oh, okay well that's not great you know and then you know I've got two children that aren't going to take it on so you're thinking well don't don't go too hard on this because yeah. you know she's she's working this hotel herself she's yeah. you know she's she's smashing out long hours she's going up and downstairs all the time you know the the personal life might not be in a great place so just temper what you're and that's when you're doing it in a pair you've got to try and get that across to ben and say hey ben just so you know you know if you're going to like bang on about offer prices she might be thinking you know what i mean but actually she was she was pretty cool but like you know there's very very quickly you know i'll always try and find a, a connection point uh so with i think the first guy we had his dad had been in the army so it's just a no-brainer for me. It, it it's not. You're not trying to. You know, you're you're genuinely building rapport. You can't you can't fake that. Like it's if you don't have the you know if you don't have the right questions or you don't engage with somebody, then it doesn't really work. So you you find what you have in common with them, um, and it might be that they're like for me locally around here. I know some of the same places, and you know, like if I can talk about. The footfall here i know that there's hiking and there's canoeing and all that kind of stuff so you can talk about that because they might do it um yeah. like one of the younger estate agents he obviously did that sort of stuff but yeah a bit of i guess it's research uh it's genuine rapport building listening properly um yeah. and then when it gets difficult then you get out your wheel of communication you think right okay and you've already worked out what they are it's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I certainly uh, the T the, the the angry T Rex is a new one on me. Uh, I've certainly yeah. seen Jurassic Park enough to know that I don't want to mess with the T Rex. Um, no. But really, really fascinating stuff. I love the people aspect on this because there's a lot of people out there that you'll meet that will want to have a mask, a facade, and give you information that they deem they want to give you. But actually, yeah. what you need is way deeper than they're willing yeah. to do. So get that skill of uh, getting to the crux of the information that you can then use to pull a deal together then it's a really vital skill that uh, we should uh, definitely be honing thank yeah. you so much for this this has been amazing and uh, i love the fact that we've had literally a live build going on in the background yeah. on your house yeah he's great he's doing the roof <laughs> it's not so, it's not uh, raining so it's the first time for a while it's not raining so he's up there 
battening down and putting down the you know the tie the tie deck it's all, all going on so the part of this podcast is very real property in live action builders uh, doing it live so thanks so yeah. much for your time andy and look right. i can't wait to see uh, your first guest house slash hotel that you're going to nail down <laughs> um go big yeah. or go home uh, but yeah. i think listeners would have really appreciated your content that you shared with us today great no thanks for having me thanks a lot cheers caroline Take care. Okay, I really hope you enjoyed that content this week. I thoroughly enjoyed learning all about how negotiating from a life and death situation and using that transferable skill when speaking to agents or vendors can be incredibly powerful. This is a people business after all, not just the bricks and mortar. And if you want to hear any more or learn any more about your property investment journey, by all means, make sure that you connect with us on Property Wealth Systems Facebook community page, where you can connect with all of the guests that you hear here on the podcast. We look forward to bringing you more content next week. Take care and have a good one.